Hi, everybody, and welcome to this edition of the KTH 910 AM Interview of the Week here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. I'm Dave Palmer. Diane is running the board. And, you know, we are coming up on Catholic Schools Week right around the corner. I think it begins officially tomorrow on Sunday. And uh, so what better time than to talk about one of the great Catholic schools in our listening area in the northern part of the Fort Worth Diocese is none other than Sacred Heart Catholic School in Munster. And I have gotten to know and interview on several occasions their principal, Miss Nisa Legal, and she uh, is has been she's in her third year as principal there at the school. And it's a beautiful, beautiful city, and a beautiful school and parish. And we've had a great relationship with them for many years. So uh, Nisa joins us to talk about the school, what makes it great, and also brag a little bit on some of the accomplishments of her students, and also talk a little bit about Catholic Schools Week as well and what's going on this coming week. So Nisa, uh, thanks for joining us. Good to talk with you. Oh, thanks. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Yeah, so I always wonder the kind of the path of somebody who ends up being a principal at a school. Uh, typically, there's some teaching and administration involved. What was your uh, what's your kind of your educational background? Um, well, I have my uh, bachelor's degree in psychology from University of Houston, actually. Okay, and then I went on and uh, got my master's degree from the University of Saint Thomas in education. And at the same time, I did a master's in school counseling. Mm. Um, and so I started off uh, teaching music and religion. It was wonderful. All I did was sing and talk about God all day. It was beautiful. <laughs> can't, can't get and, any better uh, than that. Right. And I did that for five years. And then I, I was a school counselor for 10 and a vice principal or five, and now this is my 10th year being a Catholic school principal. Oh, wow. Did you always know you wanted to be in education? I mean, it sounds like that career path you chose was kind of leading to this all the way. Did, was this always something even from childhood that you wanted to be a teacher? And uh, you may not have known you're going to be a principal, but was education always <laughs> close to your heart? It, it's kind of ironic how it happened way back. I was about, gosh, 21 years old, and the principal at the parish I grew up in, they were starting a school, and she needed to be out, and she also taught music and asked me to fill in for her. Mm. And so I said, sure, and then she asked me if I would start, and I actually, at the time, had wanted to be a pediatric clinical psychiatrist and do genetic counseling okay. um, um, to encourage people to um, have their little ones, even if there was you know, like a chromosomal disorder or yeah. something like that. And so I said, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and she asked me three times. And um, so finally I said yes. And then that same day I was accepted to St. Thomas in Houston. So everything kind of came together. And even at that, I promised I would never be a principal because um, I walked in and she was so stressed one day. I felt... <laughs> Terrible, and I was trying to help her, and I said, oh, gosh, if somebody as, you know, elegant and seasoned um, is is feeling the crunch of this, I will never do this, and then, of course, <laughs> here I am. 
<laughs> yeah, but yeah. I wouldn't change a minute of it. Had I would to, not change a minute of it. Had to break that promise. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so tell us about you know I always brag on Munster. I, I've never lived there, but the 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 probably at least a half a dozen to ten times that I've visited the city, it's just so unique and uh, mm-hmm. uh, there's just a, a charm about Munster and it's so so very Catholic. And uh, I know you're not from there, you know, originally. You're from Houston and spent some time in San Antonio, but uh, for those who haven't been to Munster, what, what just not even the school, just the, the city itself, what's special about it? Oh, there are so many things special about Munster. I have grown to really, really love, love Munster. Um, aside from the sausage and <laughs> the German Fest and Oktoberfest, the people are just so willing to help. I mm-hmm. mean, they will reach out. And, and they are there for each other. Um, everything really, truly is rooted in their faith. Yeah. And it, it, is, it is beautiful. It is just beautiful um, to, to see. Um, I, I, I am humbled so many times um, being here at, at their, their faith and their work ethic is, is so so ingrained in them and um and that transfers to their kiddos and yeah it's it's amazing i've loved it here yeah and now about the school you know three years you've been principal so you've had some mm-hmm. time to you know kind of kind of get your feet settled and you know into the, yes. the the position what what is it uh every school you know, Catholic school, you know, it's, has got, you know, generally really good education. The faith is a very important part of it. What, mm-hmm. what, what is it that, that's unique about the school itself? And, and what, what, what do you try to, you know, how, how, what, I guess, you know, Mark, have you made on it to try to make it just a, a special school there in Munster? Oh, gosh. Well, one thing that we um, have added, um, and th- this is just, more aesthetics, but we've renovated the library computer lab and science lab. Yeah. Um, educationally, we have entered into a partnership with the University of Dallas oh. um, for an early childhood Latin program. Oh, so wow. our and first grade um, students are learning Latin. Um, and aside to the academics, we have... Um, one of our students, uh, Heidi Becker, she's in eighth grade. She was the uh, the grand champion in um, the art competition at the Cook County Livestock Show. Mm. And um, and then we had a, a our tenth grade student, Clint Besner, won third place in the three D sculpture at the Fort Worth Stop Show. And along with that came a one thousand dollars scholarship for him. Oh wow! So our arts are very strong. Um, we placed several students in the TAPS, the Texas um, Association for Public and Parochial, um, Private and Parochial Schools. Um, we, uh, several of our students placed in the TAPS photo competition. And we also, um, one really fun, fun journey was going with our um, football boys to state. Mm. And... Um, so that was great. We we um, we were played in the state championship for oh, wow. um, in, in football this year. So they were so proud, and they worked. All of them have worked so hard in in their areas, 
Oh, wow. Um, so a lot, a lot of good stuff so, going on. I'm curious about this connection with UD and the Latin program. Uh, how, mm-hmm. how is UD, um, like what exactly is the relationship with UD in regard to teaching the young students Latin? How, how does that, uh, that uh, work? Um, well, they provide us with some uh, training yeah. and the actual curriculum program for Latin, and it's geared for kindergarten and first grade, and we'll add second grade and go up to third grade ne- um, eventually. Next year, we'll add second, and um, and then we'll add third. So as the as the students grow, so will the um, will the program. Okay, and, I, I've got your. And webs- they are learning Latin. They're learning. Um, gosh, they're numbers, colors, animals, letters. Um, at, all, all in Latin and their prayers. Yeah! Wow! Um, wow! All, all in. Uh, they can say the um, the glory be and the hail Mary right now. Our <laughs> in Latin, <laughs> yes. and so they'll be able to sing the Ave Maria because, uh, uh, <laughs> of course, that's the hail yeah, Mary in Latin. We know it. Yeah, that is before awesome. Miss Nisa yeah. Lego is the principal at Sacred Heart Catholic School in Munster. Uh, their website, correct me if I'm wrong, shmunster.com. Is that right for the school, uh, Nisa? That is correct. All yes. right. And uh, Munster, uh, M-U-E-N-S-T-E-R, in case anybody needs help with uh, Munster. <laughs> it is a beautiful, beautiful city, uh, heavily German, heavily Catholic, up in the northern part of the, uh, the, the Fort Worth Diocese. And if you, gosh, have a spare weekend, just get on up there and get a B&B and, uh, and make sure you, you worship at the parish as well. Father Joe Keating, the pastor, is an outstanding pastor. A lot of good stuff going on there. And uh, Nisa, Catholic Schools Week uh, begins tomorrow as of the time that this is running. Um, what, what, I know this is a, a big week for any Catholic school. What do you all have planned this coming week? Oh, it sure is. It's a really fun week just to kind of remember all um, how much we've been blessed um, to be here as a, you know, a Catholic school, Sacred Heart, and we've been here for over 130 years now. It began in 1890. Wow. <laughs> so there's a lot of traditions. We, um, on Monday, we're going to have a, uh, what I, I kind of term uh, this, a state of the school. Our parents are invited to come uh, for a meeting just to get some updates and and gather and have some fellowship and we'll have an open house. Um, probably the one of the bigger things we're doing this year, um, one of our coaches just had a, a little baby pig. His mama pig had little. So we are having a kiss a pig contest, and the kids are voting for their favorite teacher, and they will kiss a little piggy. Oh, wow. And, I bet the kids are going to love that. Oh, my gosh. They are just having the best time with that. I keep stuffing money in the other teacher's jars. <laughs> <laughs> are, are, are you in the running? My, are you the one that might have to smooch the pig, or how's that looking? Right now, it's looking like our high school religion teacher might, but that can change any any time. Oh, here, that is they great. Are just, you never know what they're going to do at lunch. And um, that's where they can vote. The canisters for each teacher are there, and the kiddos will go put their tickets in there and... And we'll have a vocations day talk with Father Joe Keating, and he'll talk to them about you know really listening to to um, what God has in planned for them. And uh, we'll have a um, the alumni are so supportive. Our wonderful alumni 
Association, they're going to give the teachers a surprise, which is kind of in the works, and that's going to be a lot of fun. And we'll end with the knockout basketball game, teachers <laughs> versus students. And, uh, so that's always a lot of fun, too. <laughs> yeah. Who, who typically wins that, the, the teachers or the students in years past? I mean, no, it goes back and forth. Oh, really? My first year here, the, uh, the teachers won. And last year, the students won. <laughs> so oh. we'll see. Now, is your, is we'll see the, what happens does, uh, does Sacred Heart go all the way up to 12th grade or 8th or grade? We have pre-K three, yes, all the way to 12th grade. Oh, wow. Okay. And uh-huh. uh, we are talking to Miss Nisa Lego, and uh, she's the principal and has been now for three years of Sacred Heart Catholic School in Munster. You can tell she's a little bit excited about what's going on there at Sacred Heart. <laughs> uh, find out more about them, uh, shmunster.com, shmunster.com is their website. And do you have a, a, a lot of lot of families that come in out from outside of Munster? Are these are busing in, or, or, or what is the, the kind of demographics? We have a bus that leaves from the parking lot of Immaculate Conception in Denton each morning. It leaves about 7, 7, 10. And, um, and we have students coming as far as Keller. We actually have a family coming from Oklahoma. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> they, and, dri- they drive um, in yes, every day? They sure do. Oh, yes, my goodness. They and um, so, we, yes, they come from all over each direction, north and south. Wow. And uh, do, I'm just curious, do you get to uh, be involved in any of the teaching of music? I know since you do have a musical background and you were involved in that for so long, or counseling, because you did that as well. Do you get to practice that, or is being principal pretty much your full-time uh, you know, job with the administration and everything? Um, well, since we do have um, pre-K three all the way through 12th grade, I kind of end up being the counselor yeah. <laughs> in, in my daily interactions with the kiddos and, and our families. Um, I have subbed in music once or twice, and um, I've actually uh, played for Mass a couple uh, two years ago. And um, I for one of our uh, fundraisers, I auctioned off a, um, a concert at my home <laughs> with our oh, but that was that's kind of fun. We we haven't we haven't scheduled that yet, but we will. That was just about two three weeks ago. So, um, we'll we'll definitely going to have fun uh, doing that as well. So yeah, I end up I end up getting to use all of the uh, all your talents. All uh, my, yeah, nothing was wasted in your gift. education experience. Uh, you, you've already no. kind of you've already touched on this a bit with uh, you know vocations and Father Joe and all that. But uh, how, how is it that you make sure that? You know, Sacred Heart remains very Catholic, and there's a, of course, not all students have to be Catholic to be there, but that, you know, the Catholic identity, how, how, how is the, do you make that mark on the school? Oh, gosh. We, um, I, one thing that I, uh, began when I got here was doing morning prayer over our intercom all together as a school. So in the morning, we all, uh, say morning prayer, and then at 110 each day, we um, stop for a, a minute or two and we do the Angelus. And we also have uh, dismissal prayer. Um, we have incorporated um, a science curriculum that actually looks at science through the lens of our Catholic faith oh, wow. for middle school. And so 
slowly but surely we've been starting to do things like that. I also added a financial literacy um, course for our high school students at, um, through that's uh, done by Dave Ramsey. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So it's also looked at through the lens of, of our faith as well. And um, the kids have actually really been enjoying that. Um, and uh, so we're, we're, we're doing things like that to... Um, to incorporate, and then of course we have our our statue of our blessed mother in the front of the school. And um, I don't know if I shared this story with you before or not, but um, I happen to be walking out of my office, and the, the statue is just around the corner. And I saw one of our big, uh, big old high school football players um, give our blessed mother a high five. <laughs> And I thought I was seeing things, and I just asked him, I said, did you just give our blessed mother a high five? And he kind of put his head down and said, yes, ma'am. And I said, well, she probably is really glad that you took time in your day to say hello (laughs) to her. Yeah. Well, so now they all do this, and they're so gentle and so sweet when they do it, but they will all walk by, and they will high-five our blessed mother. Uh. (laughs) So it's it's really just little things like that. Um, I love to consider that I had to talk to them about, you know, stopping at the statue of our blessed mother in between classes. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that doesn't happen everywhere. Right, so right. We're, we're and I, I think if the Blessed Mother uh, visited Sacred Heart, she wouldn't mind uh, doing some high fives. Uh, you know, that's with, <laughs> what I told them. I said, yeah. you know what? She is probably okay with that. If that's how you want to communicate with her. <laughs> <So> <laughs> that is awesome. You're, you're saying a Hail Mary when you do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, Nisa, we're, yeah. out, we're out of time, but I, I want to thank you for uh, being on the program with us. And I want to encourage everybody to check out that website, shmonster.com. It's probably not too early to be thinking about the fall uh, semester if you uh, uh, would think that this might be a good option for your children, your family. Uh, maybe you could just uh, give uh, Nisa a call or an email and see if you can go and have a tour. I'm sure all that's possible, right, Nisa? Absolutely. Just give a call here at this school and we will set you up. Yeah, great. SHMunster.com. SH is in Sacred Heart and then M U E N S T E R Munster.com. And they're located at 153 West 6th Street in Munster 76252. It's been great speaking with you, Nisi. You've got so much excitement and enthusiasm. I think your God has placed you right in the right place because you seem like the person, oh, per- perfect person. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you sound like you're, it's your first day on the job and you're just giddy with excitement for what you're doing. I think that's, a, that's an <laughs> awesome, awesome trait. So, uh, thanks so much. And, uh, let's, let's talk again sometime. And, uh, I hope you guys have a, a just a wonderful and blessed, Uh, Catholic Schools Week this coming week. Thank you so much, Mr. Palmer. Thank you. Thank you. And also thanks to Diane for running the board for the program. Thanks for listening and uh, always, uh, you know, visiting the folks that are sponsors on the station, the, the people that we talk to, like uh, Nisa with Sacred Heart uh, uh, Catholic School in Munster. And also I appreciate suggesting um, interviews. If you have somebody that you think would be a good guest for this uh, show, as long as it's local and Catholic, it, it fits. Uh, and there's a whole lot of different ways, things that we can talk about in the those uh, with those uh, two, you know, requirements. But uh, give me an email if you have an, uh, a suggestion. Dave Palmer at grnonline.com. This has been the interview of the week here on KTH nine ten a.m. Have a great rest of your weekend. God bless you.
Do you feel shame, despair, or anger due to an experience with sexual assault or abuse? Are you experiencing anxiety, depression, or isolation? Don't suffer in silence. There is help available. Donna Mercy is offering a 10-week healing program in English and Spanish for anyone harmed by sexual assault. The next healing group starts February 2nd. Whether your assault was recent or years ago, call now. Call 469-613-3296 or email healing at dawnofmercy.org. Are you a small company in need of tech support? Do you have technical issues that come up and you don't know what to do? Does your church need guidance with live streaming? I am Charles Gura, a parishioner at St. Catherine of Siena Parish in Carrollton and a sponsor of KATH 910 AM. Whether it's making sure computers are updated or they are backed up, ProMultis can provide these and other services. We can be reached at 214-702-6996 or online at pro-multis.com. That's P-R-O-M-U-L-T-I-S.com. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the KTH 910 AM interview of the week here on KTH 910 AM here in North Texas. Glad you're with us. And uh, this is a program where we like to introduce you to folks who are doing good things here in North Texas to build up the body of Christ and uh, people who you may not know about otherwise and also events and news and happenings and there is a lot going on here in north texas and i'm delighted uh, to be able to introduce you during the next 20-25 minutes to a religious sister by the name of sister ephesus who i have just uh, met recently actually uh, ran into her at the march for life uh, last weekend she's been in north texas uh, a little under a year and uh, she's uh, with a religious order you may not be familiar with we're also going to talk about an event coming up that uh, you really want to know about especially if you have young people in your house uh, teenagers and uh, jason everett is coming to town he is with uh, chastity.com he used to be with catholic answers he's really probably the, the if not the one of the top chastity and speakers for young people in the whole world and so it's a great blessing that he's coming to north texas he's going to be at saint bernard of clairvaux parish on sunday february 6th and also an event for students uh, on monday february 7th so we'll talk all about that here as well so sister ephesus uh thanks for being here welcome Great. Thank you so much, Dave. I'm happy to be here. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, you, we mentioned, you mentioned before we started recording that you're part of a religious family of the incarnate word, I think you said. Can you tell us more mm-hmm. about your particular order and maybe some of the, the, the background? Yes. So we are, um, we're a missionary religious order, Marian missionaries. Um, it's a relatively new religious congregation, um, two branches, male and female. And so the, the priests are the Institute of the Incarnate Word. And they were founded in 1984 in Argentina. And the sisters were founded four years later, 1988, also in Argentina. Um, the Incarnate Word name for sisters was already taken. And so we were given the name Servants of the Lord and the Virgin of Matara. Kind of a, hand, a mouthful. <laughs> so that's Servants but, of the so, Lord. And what's the second part of it? Servants of the Lord and what? And the Virgin of Matara. Ah, and who? And what, tell me about uh, her. Well, I, I, I'm not familiar with that. Is that from Argentina? Mm-hmm. It is from Argentina. So Matara is a little, um, a little town, a little village in Argentina that um, has a beautiful history. Back in the 1500s, the Jesuits missioned through there. Um, and they were working with the indigenous people, and one of the evangelized indigenous um, 
in, in Matara, in that area, carved a, a cross that they called the teaching cross. So they didn't have a written language. They, he carved a cross with symbols of the gospel in order to use to evangelize. And one of the symbols is um, an image of Our Lady. Mm. And so she is, the, it's commonly known as the Cross of Matara. And so she's a lady who is on the cross of Matara, so she's known as the Virgin of Matara. Oh. And that was um, given to us when we were when we were founded by the bishop. That cross was given to us, and we wear that cross. It's a it's a sign of our of our evangelization work as missionaries, but also our particular focus is evangelization of the culture. And so, um, a tool like that cross really encaptures. Um, what we what we do? Yeah, you don't sound like you're Argentinian. I know I met you that one time. Uh, you you're I, I think believe you said you're from Spokane, Washington, or that's where you were most recently. Uh, how did this particular order kind of cross your radar screen, and uh, how, why did you choose to uh, or discern, I should say, into this particular order? Yeah, well, I'm definitely I'm not Argentinian, so <laughs> I have um, I have a great love for Argentina. It's the the birthplace of my religious family, but. I was born and raised in Spokane, Washington. Um, I went to college in Atchison, Kansas, Benedictine College. Mm, I graduated from there in 2005. And when I graduated, I was looking to take a year off. Um, I wanted to do some type of foreign missionary work. And through a mutual friend um, who knew um, the sisters and had done volunteer work in Argentina, she put me in touch with the sisters, and I began um, Flying to see if I could go for six months to a year to help in one of the orphanages that our sisters run in Argentina. Um, and so really that was the way that I was introduced to them. I went to visit them and um, long story short, I never did the mission trip to Argentina. I entered a few months after I met the sisters. Ah. That was about 15 years ago. Oh, wow. Wow. And, and what brought you to North Texas and St. Bernard Parish in particular? Well, my superiors. <laughs> I've been the, the last six years. Well, um, up until I, I came here in October of 2021. Six years before that, I had been in the Archdiocese of Washington, in Washington D.C. Um, yeah. So really, you've only been here for a few months, huh? Well, about a year and a few months. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, so it's October 2020, then, right? Yes, you're right. Yo, okay. October 20. Yeah, okay, because I'm thinking, I'm doing the math in my head. I'm like, whoa, she's, she, she just got here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do still feel sometimes like I just got here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Learning the Texas culture. It's yeah, I love yeah, it. right. Oh, good, good. Well, well, we're glad you're here. And so can, tell us about your work at uh, St. Bernard de Clairvaux. I know there's a, there's a parish there. There's a school. What, what's uh, kind of day-to-day life for you like there? Mm-hmm. Well, there are four sisters assigned here at the parish. We are a parish and school. Um, as far as parishes in the Dallas diocese, we're among the smaller ones, um, but we have mostly we have a very large Hispanic population. Um, so we, yeah, so it's a it's a diverse crowd. There's um, a school here. Yeah, it's a relatively small school. There's about 140 students, and two of the sisters are full-time teachers in the school. Um, and then myself and another sister are assigned chiefly to the parish. And so my work here in the parish, I assist the director to faith formation. I help in the young adult ministry. Um, 
I help with events like um, retreats, this Ignatian spiritual exercises, um, events like Jason Everett coming to our parish. Um, I help with sick visits, bringing communion to the sick. Um, really, anything that I can that I can do to help in the parish or whatever project father decides to throw at me yeah. it keeps me pretty busy. <laughs> yeah, and that, that's great. I, and it must be such a blessing to the parish and the school to have four religious sisters uh, there. It's you know, you know that most parishes are not that blessed. I know I went to I grew up in St. Patrick Parish, and there are always uh, you know uh, nuns and sisters around. And it's it's I think it's just a, it's a blessing to the parish. So that that's awesome to hear. All right, so you mentioned about the mission of the religious order being um, evangelization of the culture. And I'm guessing that ties in with why this event is coming uh, with Jason Everett, Sunday, February 6th, and Monday, February 7th. How did this all come about? Well, um, it's it's interesting. As you say, yes, evangelization of the culture. But we do that by any way that we can integrate ourselves into the culture, but especially um, just working on the ground with the people. Um, we have a, a young adult group that just started a little over a year ago. Actually, started about a month before I arrived here at the parish um, by our pastor, Father Luis Prado, who is also the the two priests that are assigned at the parish are also religious from our religious family. Oh, we work okay. together as a team. It's great. But this young adult group um, called Voces Verbi, which means the voices of the word. Um, just getting started, and, and last year, Father was planning different things for the Feast of St. Bernard, which comes in August, and um, one of the proposals was that we begin to prepare our young adult group to make a chastity promise. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we began a five-month preparation using the Theology of the Body curriculum that was designed by Jason Everett. So we we worked with them for five months, studying and going through the points in that and giving different talks and presentations on chastity. And then um, in August for the Feast of St. Bernard, 18 of our young adults um, made a a public promise of chastity Mm. in the big feast day mass. It was really beautiful. Yeah. And then from there, Committee, okay, well, now what next? You know, how do we, how do we help not only to support them, but also to bring this message to the rest of, the rest of the young people in our parish, in our community, in our diocese? Um, and the suggestion was, well, let's invite Jason to come. He can talk. So this has been kind of a follow-up event of that. Yeah, so it's Sunday, February 6th, uh, beginning at 430 p.m. at the parish. Uh, it's called a purified event uh, for uh, adolescents 13 years old and, and over, and also their parents are invited as well. What will, what will this, and I, I trust this is kind of open to anybody who wants to come. They don't have to be at the, that, mm-hmm. at your parish. So tell us more about yeah. that, that event. Um, and then I guess there's something that evening as well. Well, what, what will be going on that day? Yeah, we actually, over two days, we have four events with Jason, but the, the biggest one is the one that you just mentioned, the Purified event, which is Sunday, February 6th at 4.30, and it's really, it's an event for the whole family, um, 13 and up, obviously. Um, the younger children, the, the material and the talks are probably not appropriate for the younger children, but the idea is to help our adolescents understand and receive the message of chastity. Um, they're receiving so much of the opposite message in in school, in the media, 
just everywhere. And so we need to be a voice um, on the other side, giving them right answers. And it, it's a whole event. Jason will talk um, for about an hour and a half with the adolescents, and he strongly encourages that other family members are there, and especially parents, in order to help them to begin to have that conversation with their teens. Um, many times it's really difficult for parents to know how to even approach the subject with them. And so he hopes that in the talk um, he'll be able to give parents also some of the tools in, in hearing what the conversation is and what the different points are that he discusses. They'll be able later to discuss it with their with their children. And as I mentioned, our our community here is largely Hispanic, and we definitely want it to be um, first and foremost for our own community, the souls that are entrusted to our care. But then, of course, we want it to be open to the wider community around us. Um, but in order to do that, we are going to be having a, a simultaneous Spanish translation um, for those who would like to come but don't speak English in order to make that available to them. So we're really excited about that and hoping that we'll be able to get the message out to lots of people. Um, so that's that's the, the main event, the Purified event. It's $20 a person, um, and you can you can find information about that on our parish website, um, St. Bernard of Clairvaux in Dallas. And then it will be followed by an event at 8 p.m. that's a free event, and that's for young adults, for young singles 18 and over. Um, and he's titled that talk, How to Save Your Marriage Before You Meet Your Spouse. Yeah, that's the, that's Again, the time to find hoping. out, right? <laughs> before, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, before you meet your spouse. Right, right, because, yeah, before all the emotions, and, uh, yeah, I mean, gosh, that that is such a great idea. And I, uh, just thinking as you're talking, because I have a 13-year-old daughter and a 17-year-old daughter, and I'm thinking we have got to be at this, uh, at least the first event, and, and maybe the second yeah. for our older, uh, or she, well, my older daughter is only 17, so she may not qualify for that one. Uh, but okay, so great. So twenty dollars uh, per person. That includes the the children and the the, um, the 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 parents as well. And then at eight o'clock, the young adult event is free. How to save your marriage before you meet your spouse. Uh, the website, uh, by the way, sbdallas.org. And then you can do a, a forward slash Jason dash Everett, E-V-E-R-T. Uh, Jason's website, I think, is chastity.com. And I think he has information on his website as well. All right. So and uh, if you're just tuning in, Sister Ephesus uh, is a religious sister who is over at St. Bernard of Clairvaux Parish in Dallas. Uh, she's been here a little over a, a year, a graduate of Benedictine College in Kansas, and has been a religious sister for, I think you said, about 15 years so far. Um, sister, the next day, there's a couple more events. Can you tell us about those? That's right. We have um, two school events. Um, at 9.30 in the morning, we have a student assembly that's for 7th and 8th grade schools, school students. Um, Again, it's it's for our school here, and then we've opened it up to any schools in the area. It is a free event, um, but we do ask that if a school would like to attend to bring a group of 7th and 8th graders, that they, that they contact us and let us know that they'll be coming and how many they'll be bringing. Um, the, and that should be, it'll be a follow-up talk from the, the Purified event the night before. He's going to be discussing a little bit about dating and then a little bit about um what he calls theology of your body. So discussing what does, what does gender reveal to each one of us um, for our vocation. 
Okay, so that's at 9.30, and can individual, you mentioned about, you know, parishes bringing, or score, you know, bringing 7th and 8th graders. Can an individual who's listening right now that has an 8th grader, can they, can they come to that, or do they have to be involved in a school? It is open to homeschoolers. Um, other 7th and 8th graders, I'm assuming that they're in class, yeah, so yeah. they're definitely welcome to come if their parents bring them, and if they have, um, you know, permission to, to be out of school that day. Um but it is also open to homeschoolers. We've had um, several homeschoolers ask. On our parish website, where we have the information about the Jason Everett event, there is a little link of a video that, they, that Jason does encourage homeschool families to preview before they bring their students, um, just to make sure that the, the content will, will be appropriate for the maturity of their children. Um, yeah, so we're hoping to have a decent turnout for that, to have many students come. We're also having an event in the evening or in the afternoon at 4.30 that's going to be specifically for teachers, catechists, uh, youth ministry leaders, etc. Again, another free event, and it's going to be called Teaching for Purity, and that event will also have a Spanish translation. Yeah, and not that that it should matter, uh, but some people may be thinking, is that Super Bowl Sunday, that first one? I think the Super Bowl is the next Sunday. And so uh, if people are thinking, oh, I, I want to watch the Super Bowl, that's it's not that day. <laughs> I don't know if that hits your radar screen or not, sister, because I think they, they pushed the Super Bowl back this year. Uh, to, so it's uh, not till the, the following Sunday. Uh, okay, well, gosh, and, uh, you know, we, we haven't really said a whole lot about Jason himself. Uh, are you, you know, familiar with him? Uh, or what, what can you tell our listeners about him and his, his background or uh, maybe what qualifies him to come in and, and speak to, to people's kids? Yeah, well, you know, I have I've yet to meet him personally. I'm definitely looking forward to that um, coming up February 6th. I've read some of his material and I've, I've heard um, some of his, his talks and videos online. Um, but he has just, he's done a great job of taking the theology of the body of St. John Paul II and making it accessible to to teens, adolescents, to young adults. Um, and his work has really been phenomenal, traveling, really not just traveling the United States. He travels through many countries giving talks and speaking. And uh, I've just heard so many testimonies of young people who have heard him speak um, and have changed their lives because of the message that he has brought. So that's really what we're hoping um, will happen here, that, you know, people will hear the message and it will be something that will stick and that will last and that they'll be able to bring it to their families and to their marriages and um, you know, and just continue to help us to build build the culture of life, build a build a culture that believes in real love. Yeah, very nice. Uh, Sister Ephesus is my guest. Uh, we've got uh, about five minutes remaining in this interview of the week as we talk about her and her religious order and also these uh, four events over two days. And it's going to be Sunday, February 6th with the Purified event, $20 per person, adolescents 13 and up, and their parents are invited. Uh, Jason Everett, a well-known chastity speaker, is going to be the uh, the speaker for that. An 8 p.m. young adult free event, how to save your marriage before you meet your spouse on that Sunday. And then Monday, a school event, 7th and 8th graders at 9.30, and then a teacher's catechist, youth leaders, free event, teaching for purity at 4.30. Wow, well, a busy couple of days then. 
that, that is. All the information yeah, is at sbdallas.org forward slash Jason dash Everett. So St. Bernard's sbdallas.org uh, forward slash Jason dash Everett. And his website is chastity.com if you want to find out more about him. Um, Sister Ephesus, I, I interestingly am going off to a, a Sarah Club meeting today to speak, and we wanted to talk about the intersection between Catholic radio and religious vocations. And so I'm, I'm curious, I, we always you know, say, gosh, we always do so much to try to promote vocations and talk about the, the, the joy of religious vocations. So I wanted to ask you, um, you talked about, you know why how you picked this particular religious order uh, as a student at benedictine uh how how early in your life did the, you know the kind of the call come to your mind how early did you feel that god was calling you to religious life or was it not until you took that uh, you know that you got interested in that uh, the, the the religious order in argentina yeah no what when i met the the, the order from argentina it was kind of a it was a remembering of what had um, what had happened to me in the past. From my earliest days, probably five or six even, I remember just having a desire to consecrate myself to God as a religious. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where that came from. I mean, it, obviously it came from God. I, I didn't know religious. Um, like most of our young people, I think, that grew up, we don't have contact with religious. Um, you know, I had read books, um, about the saints, and so that was kind of my my understanding of religious life, and my introduction was through the lives of the saints. But yeah, from my earliest days, I remember just having that desire to completely consecrate to myself to God as the spouse of Christ. Um, but as I became a teenager, um, that idea was not as popular, um, and my peers didn't find it as as popular, and so I kind of put that out of my mind. No, it wasn't the cool, um, the cool choice of, of life at the <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah. You know, and and I really did. I think I really buried that for a long time, all the way through college. And every now and then there would be a little glimpse of it, but you know, I was it was off to other things. Um, and it wasn't until I really I met the sisters in person that I came face to face with it, and and it all came back to me. I remembered those desires, and um, I was. Through God's mercy, He didn't give up calling me. Yeah, Amen. I'm glad He didn't. <laughs> uh, and yeah, if he somebody did. is uh, out there listening, and uh, you know, maybe maybe a young person, a young lady, especially who's listening to this interview, or her, her parents, and uh, she seems like she's getting a little bit of a tug. Well, what's your advice, both to the the young person? Uh, or not so young person, uh, and also to the parents to try to at least uh, you know let the Holy Spirit continue to work in that person's life. Well, what 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 should parents in that person do? Um, I would say that the first thing the, the words of Saint John Paul II: Do not be afraid. You know, God never calls us to something that's beyond our strength and beyond um, beyond what He's going to give us the grace to do. Um, to be open-minded and open-hearted to the inspirations and the movements of the Holy Spirit. Many times those desires, they really don't come from us and they can't come from the world around us. Um, and so those are often the, the seeds of, of, of a calling, of a vocation that is planted in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. So my biggest advice was, would be don't be afraid, be open-hearted, open-minded, and 
really a close sacramental life um, or deep sacramental life is is one of the most important things. You know, every vocation, whether it's the religious life or it's to married life, um, comes from Jesus Christ. And so, the closer that we can be to Him in prayer, in receiving Him in the Eucharist, in um, the sacrament of confession, those are going to be some of the most powerful tools for really being able to hear His voice and to know what He's asking of us. Yeah, very nice. Uh, well said. Thank, thank you, Sister Ephesus. Uh, pretty great to talk with you. The 25 minutes went so fast. And uh, just anybody listening who is considering religious life, uh, young men in the priesthood or young ladies in religious life. And uh, and I, I know there's uh, there's orders for all personality types, whether you want to be contemplative or active. And uh, there's something for everybody in religious life. Uh, Sister Ephesus uh, is at St. Bernard of Clairvaux, has been here since uh, October of 2020. And uh, we welcome her and we're happy that she is in Texas. And uh, the events with Jason Everett, again, Sunday, February 6th, Monday, February 7th, four different events. You can go online and learn all about them and, and register. And uh, I think only one of them requires a, a cost, uh, and that's the, the 4.30 on Sunday, the 6th, $20 per person for adolescents 13 and over and their parents. Go to sbdallas.org slash Jason Dash Everett, or go to chastity.com, and uh, there's a link on his website for these events as well. Uh, Sister Ephesus, it's been a pleasure talking with you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Dave. And uh, this has been the interview of the week. Thanks to Diane Xavier for running the board and producing this program. Thank you for uh, listening. And if you have any suggestions for future interviews on uh, this uh, time slot, uh, email me directly, Dave Palmer at grnonline.com. Have a great rest of your weekend. God bless you. Thanks for joining us for this week's KATH 910 AM Interview of the Week. We hope you've enjoyed this presentation of Catholic news and information pertinent to North Texas Catholics. Please join us again next week at this same time for another KATH 910 AM Interview of the Week. Hi, this is Bob Duane with My Mutual Mortgage, a sponsor of KATH 910 AM. My wife, Norma, and I have been longtime supporters of the Guadalupe Radio Network. We are praying for our country and all that are affected by the coronavirus. The drastic fluctuations in the market have caused mortgage rates to drop to record lows. If you'd like an analysis of your mortgage situation, we can be reached by calling 817-527-3166. That's 817-527-3166. My Mutual Mortgage is an equal housing lender, NMLS 12901. Any young men interested in learning more about the priesthood are invited to the next St. Andrew Breakfast, which will take place on Saturday, February 19th at 8 a.m. at St. Patrick's Cathedral in Fort Worth. The day will begin with Mass at the Cathedral, followed by breakfast. We encourage young men in high school and college to attend. Please reserve your spot by contacting the Vocations Office at 817-945-9321 or by email at vocations at fwdioc.org. This is Tim Staples of Catholic Answers. I'm excited to let you know that I also teach high school apologetics for homeschoolconnections.com, an online Catholic curriculum provider and a sponsor of this station. There are also recorded independent learning courses at homeschoolconnections.com. Whether you take apologetics with me, literature with Joseph Pierce, or philosophy with Bill Donahue, or any of the other 400-plus courses with homeschoolconnections.com, it's a great way to get Catholic learning for your family. 
Hello. How would you like a chance to win a Mercedes-Benz? What's up with the accent, Dave? Oh, hey, Sissel. Just putting on a posh accent, because this year with the GRN, we're raffling off a pretty... Oh, you mean the 2022 Mercedes-Benz GLA 250? That's right. And no. that all listeners need to do to get their tickets is to contact their general manager or visit grnonline.com forward slash raffle, and that all the funds raised go to the GRN. Tickets are only one for $25 or five for 100 Yeah, pretty much. Oh, I took over your spot again, didn't I? Well, it was probably for the best. Cheerio! Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth. Catholic Radio for your soul in North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone.